Police have issued first-degree murder and kidnapping warrants for the on-and-off-again boyfriend of a woman who went missing in 2014. The Fayetteville Police Department releases its 2017 annual report. A disturbing story about numerous sex charges in a case involving a minor. And the public can be a vital resource in the fight against crime. These stories and more on Episode 9 of Crime Time on FayObserver.com. Featuring Fayetteville Observer Police and Crime Reporter Nancy McCleary, I'm Sonny Jones. On the podcast, we'll look at issues involving crime, courts, and public safety, highlighting stories in the news and hearing from those involved. And a reminder, anyone we discuss who has been charged with a crime is presumed innocent until found guilty in a court of law. Well, let's get started. On the afternoon of Friday, March 30th, Fayetteville police confirmed that warrants have been issued for Reginald Jamel McDowell in the death of 43-year-old Meta Valentine, a secretary and choir director at Deliverance and Praise Church of Worship on Owen Drive. She was last seen on October 28, 2014, when surveillance video showed her walking to her apartment in the Sycamore Park complex off Old Wilmington Road. Her family reported her missing. Nancy, tell us more about this case. When she went, when Miss Valentine went missing, police immediately assumed that there was some sort of foul play, and Mr. McDowell. Um, was in fact uh, considered a suspect right off the bat um he he did cooperate for a briefly after the um investigation began but then he quit talking with the police and disappeared and they now think he may be in the area of new york city um they say that Mr. McDowell and Ms. Valentine had a very tumultuous relationship on and off again. At one point, um, she was seeing someone else, and Mr. McDowell allegedly uh, kidnapped them and assaulted the man and bound him, gagged him, and put him in the trunk of a car. McDowell and M- Ms. Mr. McDowell and Ms. Valentine. Um, They were on and off again, as I said, and he um, was charged in the assault and sentenced to some time in prison, Um, and upon his release, he and Miss Valentine um, rekindled the relationship. However, she ended the relationship on October 16th, 2014, 11 days before she went missing. Mr. McDowell, as I said, they believe he to be he is in New York City, and police are encouraging his friends and family to ask him to turn himself in. Uh, police say he is considered armed and dangerous. And Nancy, it's important to note anyone with information about Mr. McDowell's location or the investigation should call Detective Ballard at five four nine seven three two six or Crime Stoppers at four eight three tips. That's 4838477. Anonymous tips can be submitted online at fay-nccrimestoppers.org or at p3tips.com. The Fayetteville Police Department released its annual annual report during the week. As always, there's some good news and bad news. Homicides went down. That's good news from 31 in 2016 to 24 in 2017. 
reported rapes went up, bad news, from 99 in 2016 to 110 in 2017. Robberies went down, good news, from 317 in 2016 to 293 in 2017, a 7% decrease. The number of burglaries, they call them burglaries, but they're actually break-ins, um, were essentially unchanged in 2017 from the previous year. Police reported 1,841 break-ins in 2017. Larcenies dropped 5% in 2017 to 6,600. And motor vehicle thefts were up about 8% to 425. And aggravated assaults increased by 3% in 2017 to about 1,100. And total Part 1 crimes, as it's called, which is all that we've just listed, were down 3% for 2017 when compared to 2016. Nancy, what's your take on this annual report from the Fayetteville Police Department? Well, it's good news, obviously, that the rate of homicides have dropped. Um, I would say that in 2016, the the 31 homicides that were reported were the most in Fayetteville since the early 1990s. Um, The figures given for the increase of reported rapes isn't necessarily a bad thing. Now, I've spoken with Lieutenant John Summerendike, who's a supervisor in the Special Victims Unit, and he has said that Uh, that the increase in numbers is partially a reflection that more women are coming forward to report rapes. Women have historically been reluctant to come forward because of the stigma attached and the degradation that they may feel when they testify in court. No one should be ashamed to report a rape. That is so, so very true, and it's interesting. We noted it is reported rapes, and, and you just mentioned that as well. Anything else? Um, the the robbery decrease is is a bit of a mystery. Um, I will be interested to see what the 2018 numbers are based on the arrest warrants that I'm seeing now in the uh, magistrate's office. One trend among the robberies is that many are personal robberies in which the robber and the robbie the robbie the robbie <laughs> yeah they know each other um, and a lot of times it's involving drugs or um, money that the person, the robber, might know that the other person has. Well, we'll see what happens uh, maybe this time next year if we're still on the podcast. Nancy, moving right along on crime time, a truly disturbing story we learned about Thursday night, March 29th. The girlfriend of a Fayetteville man accused of sexually assaulting a minor is charged with aiding him in the incidents and failing to notify authorities, according to arrest warrants in the Cumberland County Magistrate's office. Um, just a little small thing that I think I actually missed on the story as well, but there are actually two minors involved. Okay. Um, but Ruby Keener is accused of knowing about the alleged actions of Ernest Dean Aldridge. Um, she found him at one point, she found him engaged in sexual activities with one of the minors and failed to notify either the Department of Social Services or the Cumberland County Sheriff's Office. That's according to arrest warrants. Um, her bail was set at $1.3 million. Now, Alderidge has been held in the Cumberland County Detention Center since he was arrested in February, and additional charges were filed against him Thursday night. 
His bail upon his initial arrest was $500,000. Bail on the new charges set at $1.3 million. The acts are alleged to have happened between August and January, according to the warrants. A Red Springs man is being sought in a shooting that occurred Thursday, March 29th, that injured another man, according to the Red Springs Police Department. A warrant for attempted murder has been issued for 27-year-old Cody Alexander Locklear, whose current address is not known. Now, officers in this case were called to the Jiffy Stop store in Red Springs early in the morning after receiving a report of a person who had been shot in the parking lot. That's according to Major Kim Monroe of the Red Springs Police Department. They arrived and found Terry Austin Locklear of Red Springs seated in the driver's seat of a vehicle. He had a gunshot wound to his lower extremities. The injured Locklear told police that he had pulled his Chevrolet Tahoe Sport Utility Vehicle up to the gas pumps when Cody Locklear drove up behind the SUV. By the way, the Locklears involved in this case are not related. Well, at that point, Cody Locklear got into the passenger seat of Terry Locklear's Sport Utility Vehicle. He then got, they fought, and then Cody Locklear got out, went back to his vehicle, and got a gun and began shooting at Terry Locklear. Um, He was firing shots into the SUV, and apparently he struck uh, Terry Locklear uh, in the lower extremities, according to um, Major Monroe. Uh, Terry Locklear told police that his girlfriend had been in a relationship with Cody Locklear, who fathered her child, And apparently, Cody Locklear was angry about Terry Locklear's relationship with the the new girlfriend. And Terry Locklear's injuries were not life-threatening. By the way, as for Cody Locklear, which Red Springs police are looking for, anyone with information on his whereabouts is asked to call 911. You know, Nancy, speaking about investigation and and tips and this type of thing, we've mentioned that a lot during this podcast. The Cumberland County Sheriff's Office is asking for help from the public in trying to find the person who killed Verante White on Saturday, March 24th. Um, Yes, White was found unconscious on the 1100 block of Bernadine Street about 6.30 a.m. on March 24th after deputies received a report of a shooting. Um, Bernadine and Gregory Streets are in the Shaw Heights neighborhood, which is off of Murkison Road, right at Interstate 295. Homicide investigators were at Shaw Heights Baptist Church on Wednesday to speak with anyone in the community who may have had information who wanted to come forward with it. Um, White was found unconscious on the 1100 block of Bernadine Street, and um, was taken to Cape Fear Valley Medical Center, where he was pronounced dead. And anyone with information on the case can call the sheriff's office at 323-1500. Anonymous tips, as we've mentioned before, can be made by calling Crime Stoppers at 483-TIPS. That's 483-8477. Or submitting them online at p3tips.com. Dot com. It's, it's kind of been a constant theme here, Nancy. Police, law enforcement seeking the public's help 
in solving crimes and preventing crimes and reducing crimes. We all know that law enforcement cannot be everywhere all of the time. The The odds of a police officer driving past your house at the exact moment it's being robbed, uh, you know, pretty high. You may have a better chance winning the lottery. So law enforcement, city, town, county, state, federal, they, they need our help in solving a lot of these crimes that go on not only in Cumberland County, but throughout the Cape Fear region. Well, that's exactly right, Sonny. Um, the public has to be ears and eyes for any law enforcement agency because there simply is not enough manpower to be everywhere 24-7. So it's very important that if you see something, say something. It's that simple. Um, you can do it anonymously, as Sonny has said, through Crime Stoppers, or you can just call 911 and report it. You don't have to identify yourself. And that way, the crime statistics for next year will be even lower, we hope. Well, Nancy, that's it for edition nine of Crime Time for Friday, March 30th. Feel free to spread the word about this weekly podcast on fayobserver.com. Also, join Jacqueline Shambaugh and me for the 910 Preps podcast. It's posted Monday nights. We talk about what else high school sports in Cumberland County and the Cape Fear region. We welcome your comments and suggestions for Crime Time. You can reach Nancy McCleary by email at nmccleary at fayobserver.com or on Twitter at fo underscore McCleary. You can reach me, Sonny Jones, by email at sjones at fayobserver.com or on Twitter at fo Sonny Jones. Again, thanks so much for listening. Hope you'll tune in next time for the next edition of Crime Time.